Hello, welcome to Dancers. This is, uh, I lost my tripod. So this is the camera angle we're getting for the video for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, might look a little different. Might cut my head off a little bit. Sorry about that. If that is the case, I suggest that you cut the video off, uh, keep the sound rolling, and then I would play any Michael McDonald music video uh, circa like 1980 to 1989. And you're going to get probably like a similar visual effect. You're going to get a similar vibe going on. I've been great. I've been uh, busy with the, I'm, me and my friend Benton are doing a new podcast, Basket of Cats. I will continue to do dancers until the day I die. But that's just another project that is taking up a little bit of time. And I went to the coffee shop. I'm trying to cut back on caffeine. But this was not the morning to do that. I go to my little coffee shop that I really like. Walk in. The people there are real nice. I get my coffee. I sit down. Because of the location of this coffee shop, um, there's a lot of people that will come in who are at bad points in their life, right? There's There was a, a guy there who was having, at, let's say at best, like to say the lightest, a mental health crisis, wasn't hurting anyone, clearly was just a victim of what was going on in his head. And unfortunately in those situations, you got a lot of moving pieces. You have those people there, who are working, you know, they're not, it's not like they're destitute or whatever, but the people they're working aren't making a ton of money. And a lot of them probably rely on that job and doing a good job there. So having a person having a mental health crisis in their business obviously negatively affects their job. That guy who's having a mental health crisis clearly did not choose to have that, does not want to be there before anyone in the comments sounds off does not benefit from getting restrained and thrown out onto the street like violently, right? I don't get if that is what happens to that person. It what me what it means is that we've we've kind of had a lapse in what creating a like healthy society is because we should have some form of care or response for someone who's in the midst of a mental health crisis like that but long story short the guys in in the back corner like my not minding his own business kind of talking to himself he's looking around like clearly this guy is in a mental state where he thinks he's being chased the workers are going up to him and being like hey can you like please leave we're really sorry they gave him water there was there was like definitely some extension of olive branches there this guy was just having too hard of a time and then me and the dude, because the guy started getting close to this woman who was working and then tried getting into the back room and the guy behind the counter who was kind of like a no-nonsense dude, not an unkind guy, but very much, he was like, you have to go now. Like this, unfortunately, you have to go. So we, uh, I opened the door and I'm just around making sure nothing bad happens. And my heart is like, is breaking. And when this guy goes outside, I'm like, Hey, would it help you if I like got you something at seven 11? Like, can I, can I do anything for you? And the guy was coherent enough to be like, I'm just going through a bad time. And I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. And we just talked a little bit. 
And I go back in the coffee shop, and I'm not kidding. Two minutes later, another guy comes in who is not not in the same way as this guy is. He kind of came in, and when they told him to leave, went right out. But just came in muttering like, fuck you, fuck you, like, fuck you. And uh, walked up to the counter. And what is so funny is, like, people in the service industry are so, like, trained. The woman behind the counter was still like... Hi, sir, what can I get? While he's saying that, and obviously he's just like, I came for everything. Give me everything. And she was like, you, you also, sorry for shaking the camera, you also have to go. So weird morning for me, hard morning for those people. I, I mean, I feel bad for all parties involved, but I, re I remember, this could be completely false or whatever, but I remember like under the Reagan administration reading that Ronald Reagan got rid of mental institution or uh, like I guess government run mental institutions or whatever and it caused a lot of people with uh who are going through mental crisis to be on the street and it's just really unfortunate to live in a city where you see the ramifications of that I don't know if I'm historically getting that completely accurate don't take anything I say as historically accurate but it is definitely unfortunate so that was my morning high stress uh high octane not the morning to get off caffeine Anyway, we got some we got some questions here. This one's exciting. Um, this one is called Inappropriate Question from a Berlin Mom, which should be the title of a novel. That's really beautiful. Morning, Dan. I fell over your podcast on my Spotify, and I'm loving it. Yet we're available on Spotify. I'm originally German, but I am living in Berlin. Oh, I'm not originally German, but I'm living in Berlin. Sorry. During the three seconds I have off being a mom, congratulations, I decided to have a gander at Pornhub. Very interesting. Now, I lap the lines of vanilla slash little bit lesbian. Good for you. That's a good camp to be in. Got a little bit lesbian, just sprinkled on there. Nothing insane, but your good classic porn, but in no way a prude. So many qualifiers. I feel like when women watch porn, they need like, I'm not a psychopath, whereas guys are just like, yeah, I just saw like, uh, I just saw, you know, two women strangle each other wearing chicken costumes. I meandered over most watch vids in Germ Germany and my eyes almost fell out of my head. Interesting. This got me thinking, what are overall porn searches? I attached a picture of the screenshots from the article. The German World Wide Web Top 4 Hentai. Uh, I see Big Ass scooted in at the bottom. That's too bad. No, Nothing against Hentai, but I'm, I'm just sad to see my category not towards the top. So my question is, what are your thoughts on rankings? Uh, oh, on the rankings, and what do you feel uh, like you fall in the list? Really great question. She sent uh, screenshots. I suppose this is in uh, Germany. So, number one is Japanese. Number two is lesbian. Number three is ebony. Number four is hentai. Number five is milf. Interesting. Interesting from Germany, because I feel like that would different from uh, from men's. Women's favorite cat. It's so funny. Men's ca favorite category is Japanese, and women's favorite category is lesbian. 
So men are like, I want a Japanese bride. And women are like, I want anything but this guy around. <laughs> but women's number two is Japanese. Let's go. Damn, they got to they gotta do like an exchange program over there in Germany. Very, very interesting. Um, most search terms, yeah. Most search terms is German and, and Deutsch, which makes sense because... Oh, I guess this is Germany specifically. Sorry, I, I must have mixed that up. And then number three is MILF. Number four, again, is hentai. Hentai keeps coming up. Interesting. And then Lana Rhodes, very interestingly, is still number one over there. Wow. Mass appeal. Good for her. So, what do I feel about these rankings? I mean, I remember reading one that said, like, the number one search term is, like, teen or mom. And that shit, I mean, it's... Oedipal complex is too easy to say about it, but it's like, yeah, I think that it does kind of get into the id of the human psyche, uh, porn searches. Mom, obviously, if you're going to search that, it's, it's whatever, you know? Teen obviously gets a little bit strange. I... I mean, everybody will be like, it's legal, well, it's legal... Well, um, well, legal doesn't mean good or healthy. Well, if it's not, well, if teen, then what should the age, listen, I'm not giving a legal prescription here, but if you're like a grown man, but that's, a, that's another thing is a lot of people on porn sites are like 18 year olds. And if you're an 18 year old watching an 18 year old do porn, it's like, you know, whatever, but. It is a little bit strange. That's the only strange one to me. I mean, it's like, I'm, I've always been a big proponent of get, just get in there. Get in there. German moms, get in there. Have fun. Just have a little bit of fun is all I say. Because I, I, a lot of people will like kind of shame on the side of porn viewers. You know what I mean? I've, I've heard some stuff like that where it's like they'll be... Uh, obviously there's people who are anti-porn and anti-doing porn and that's such a such a weird section of the internet because you have these guys who are watching porn they're constantly watching porn and i think a lot of the guys who shame porn stars and are like you're a dumb slut or whatever probably have an unhealthy connection or have had an unhealthy connection and then like vilify the people who produced what they had an unhealthy, you know, addiction to. But it's like, that's vice, unfortunately. It's, it's the same thing to me as people who, like women whose husbands would lose all their money gambling so they'd go to the casino and start hatcheting slot machines, which has happened before in history. And it's like, the anger I understand, but I do feel like it's definitely misplaced. And then you have people on the other end of things where it's like, yeah, women who do porn are great, but guys who watch porn are dirty idiots. And it's like, I I think we live, unfortunately, th this is the stupidest take probably, but I think we just live in an unhealthy country. So it's very easy to go into unhealthy places with vices because we're obviously going to misuse vices because a lot of people aren't happy in germany I'll, i gotta say this 
this top five in Germany, I mean, we'll exclude German and Deutsch because obviously you're trying to get women moaning in your own language, right? You want to be like, I can't even fake the German I was going to. A really interesting one. So after German and Deutsch, MILF, hentai, lesbian, Turkish. And I wonder if the Turkish, if there's a specific Turkish, uh, you know, porn star or whatever that has led to that being one of the top searches and then anal obviously the germans love that and then femdom this this is all this all tracks for me this is all i i understand uh if someone they asked about my uh pornography searches we're getting real personal here i generally don't go for categories uh be, just because it takes too much time to sift through videos and i don't like videos that i don't like you know what i mean like if i click on something i don't like it i'm like yeah. and i've been moving away from uh watching porn i've only been doing it uh from time to time because i think it is healthy to only to have it be like a little treat i don't i don't think you should get rid of it all together the little treat close the blinds make god cry that's what i say um, I, I look for specific, like, porn stars. I hate talking about this. It's not a big, I don't, I don't hate talking about it as in it's embarrassing. It's just kind of well-trodden material. But great question. And, um, I, let me just go over your question again to make sure I answered it. Well, let me, let me say this. As a, as a mother living in Berlin... Have a little bit of, watch a little bit of porn, you know? Enjoy. Have a little fun. That's what I say. Second question. Dear Mr. Donahue, oof, just Stan. Just Stan is fine. Don't worry about it. I'm on a journey that started with you, and I'm not sure if that is good or bad yet. It's bad. I'm kidding, but it's probably bad. I'm not proud to say... You're not proud to say. I first ran across you on Facebook, but I'm happy to report it quickly led me to your podcast, Dancers and Basket of Cats. Basket of Cats, tune into it. Both of which I am enjoying. That's great. And the rabbit hole of Danness. Oh, God. The rabbit hole of Danness. I partook in a podcast episode. Dan Donnie talks about past lives for nine seconds with Jessa Reed. Now I'm spiraling with her current podcast and can just picture my family institutionalizing me soon. You're going to be running into coffee shops soon. I want to consider myself a skeptic, but these things are resonating with me for some reason. So I have two questions for you. Am I in a Gen X? Oh, I'm Gen X. Is this my version of a midlife crisis? And two, how woo are you? Great question. Um, Is this your Gen X? Now, I backtrack. Jessa Reed is a good friend of mine, great friend of mine. Uh, she is a, a woman who does a podcast that uh, taps into spirituality. And me and Jess, I have a lot of fun because while I, I do have a lot of spiritual practice, I also um, am kind of an asshole. And Jessa is also kind of an asshole. And it's nice in the spiritual world to have a little bit of humanity and to be assholes to each other. Kindly and with a little bit of jokingness. But I feel like that doesn't exist. And that's what kind of turns people off of spirituality. It's all people being like, oh, you have to be nice. All And this is a shit. Is this your... A midlife crisis is a stupid word. I don't like that. 
I midlife crisis to me is like uh, fifty year old dude's excuses to get a Corvette, and you don't. I you're having a midlife, a midlife reexamining, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. How woo am I? I do believe in reincarnation. So, and I mean like directly, not like in a spirit. I, I directly believe that there is an immortal human soul that uh, that goes into like a body and then the body dies and the soul lives on and goes into another body. Will, will that lose me listeners saying that? I don't know. Who cares? Why do I believe that? Two reasons. One... I've, I've like felt it for a long time and I've read texts that have, you know, made it seem as the, like have validated it for me, not for everybody. You don't need to. I, it is a completely, I would prefer people to not believe in it because it's something I believe in. But if you believe it, I think you're crazy. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, it also helps conceptualize karma in a good way because even if you don't think it's factually true, which I, you know, I personally do, but even if you don't, it's not a bad way to live life because if you go, if you go like, oh, life is only one term, I think you can get into some dark places where like nihilism can kind of set in and you can go, oh, and people can escape nihilism without any spiritual practice. Those people are awesome. I love them. I needed a little bit of spiritual practice to combat nihilism. So that plays into it as well. And like I said, I think it's just a good way to live life. Like if you're living life as though you have an immortal spirit that needs to be like cleansed and that will, you know, eventually uh, be reincarnated and your goal is to sort of care for that spirit karmically by acting well. Like, I don't think anything bad can happen with that. Although, bad things have. People have used religion and spiritual practice to do a whole lot of funky stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Heaven's Gate, that was some funky stuff. Jim Jones did a little bit of, funk, fun, a little bit of funky stuff, which I don't agree with. So that's why I, I see spirituality as, like, personal. But that's where I am on it. And I meditate a lot. And that's where I'm at. I hope that answers your question. I don't think you're going through a midlife crisis. I think that you're just, uh, you're opening and examining this thing that is very distinctly human. And that's how I see spirituality and religion and all that stuff. I see it as very distinctly human. And I like things that are distinctly human. So, good for you. And good for us. We've come to the end of the podcast. Uh, if you haven't, please subscribe to the YouTube. Please listen to Basket of Cats. It's my other podcast with my friend Benton Ray, and it's very fun. Appreciate you. Thank you.